Howls and growls, beery singing and the breaking of glass. A wooden sign hung over the end of the passage. Two words had dried in drivels. Rats Castle. There were no rats and no castle. Rather, the passage led to a dilapidated coaching inn, a lamp-lit courtyard surrounded by crooked balconies, hanging gutters, windows without glass and roofs without tiles. The Rat's Castle was a tumour in the heart of London's finest district, a den of thieves and every other class of criminal that preyed on the area, the cracksmen and magsmen, the footpads and garrotters, the till-lifters, dog-snatchers and regular old housebreakers that prowled the streets of Mayfair when the lamps went out. Around the courtyard, each room was dedicated to a different vice, in one, opium-smoking, another, bare-knuckle boxing. In a corner room, the room to which the hogman waddled with his wire cage, there was crow-fighting. But the loudest cheers came from the inn's tavern. Inside, a dwarf danced on the bar, dressed in a costume of rat-skins and old wigs. A poster on the door announced the play, the same show that had been performed all winter in penny theatres across the city. The Savage Spectacle of Wild Boy being the horrid history and horrific deeds of the boy monster that terrorized London. Wild boy! The servant spat the name as if it had dripped into his mouth from one of the inn's gutters. A few months ago, this city had been gripped by the fear of a circus freak called Wild Boy and an acrobat named Clarissa Everett. They were thought to be killers, savages, They still were by many people. The servant's lips curled into a sneer. He would show them something to really fear. But first, a test, and perhaps a little fun. He unhooked a lantern from the wall and made his preparations. Excuse me, he called. He raised the light, putting himself in silhouette. The top-hatted, well-tailored shape of an affluent gentleman. He tried to look like an easy target, lost and scared, and ripe for robbing. The hogman licked his lips. Lost are you, mister? I am the servant. The hogman gave another childlike giggle. He came closer, feet crunching in the snow. That's so. Your master hiding around here, is he? He is not here. Not yet. On his way, then. You should not have put that bird in a cage. The hogman's pig-slit eyes widened to black beads. He marched so close that flecks of his spit sizzled against the servant's lamp. Don't you tell me my business. Now, before I cut out your tongue, you're going to tell me who this master is of yours and when he's getting here. The servant lowered the lamp. A twirl of dark smoke rose from the flame. He is a demon, since you ask, and he will be here soon. Another spray of spit, another giggle. <laughs> demon, he says. Sorry, mister, I don't believe in demons. You really should. Well, maybe I'll just... The words turned into a gasp so deep the hogman's gut rose to his waist. He clawed at his limbs, as if suddenly under attack from stinging insects.
His eyes stared wildly around him at invisible enemies that seemed to attack from the dark. No! he shrieked. Not that! Not them! The color of his face changed from pink to ash gray, and then brilliant white, as white as the snow to which he fell with a thump. His fur coat opened to reveal his vast, wobbling stomach. Dark lines slid over white skin like long black worms. They were his veins. They were turning black, slithering across his chest, up his neck, and over his face. The hogman stopped thrashing and lay still. Finally, the servant allowed himself a small smile. He knew it was not appropriate to gloat. This was, after all, a mere test of his master's power. But how it had worked! How well it had worked! He picked up the cage and smiled at its feathered prisoner. The crow's beady eyes glinted, and the crow gave a loud, satisfied call.